In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado? for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. You leave your girl over. She bad, she gonna get stuck. You leave your drink around me, believe your drink gonna get drunk up. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. This is your Tuesday edition. Uh, we're going to be doing things a little differently today. Um, uh, I uh, had a guest back out last minute, which was great. Like that was that was great because I was able to do something that I that I kind of want to do on the main feed, anyways, and that is recap. One of my favorite episodes of Summer House, which is just any, it was last week's episode because any episode of Summer House is now my, that week, that's my favorite episode. Um, and I got the vaccine shot, my first one today. Um, and I feel a little woozy, so I don't want to like have to record any other things. So this is the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. And with me as always to recap summer house. Um, and we usually do this on the Patreon. So, uh, and Patreon subscribers before you say like F you Ryan, I'm doing a Q and a episode just for Patreon subscribers tomorrow. So just make sure you get your questions in. Um, I'll wait till tomorrow afternoon and I will be doing a Patreon only Q and A over there um, to thank you guys for letting me borrow Emily Clayton for this main feed summer house. Emily, how are you? I'm great, Ryan. How are you? I'm trying to be really upbeat, but my arm is really sore. Like I got hit in my arm. Like I, this must be what like men feel like, like real men, you know? 
Yeah, or like anyone that like works out extensively. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, what is what is this workout extensively? What is that? Is that a Who club? Is that know. a club? What is that? Um, I think so. We're not invited though. So Emily and I, we we do the recap over on the Patreon, and so if we're if we're very familiar with each other, just know that's why it's not like we just met and and we're making like dick jokes with each other, you know. <laughs> I mean, we. I think we would have anyway. Yeah, but but Ryan just, and I are close friends, so that's. You why. know what's so funny? I get. I really get nervous when people listen, and like I did that Fifty Shades of Grey episode last week with Annabelle DeSisto, and I really, part of me was really nervous. I was like, I wonder, like I just gotta accept that people already think I'm weird because I was like, I was like, oh my god, they're probably gonna get weird with me saying like dick and balls a lot, you know. <laughs> It was that episode was truly take a shot every time Ryan says dick and balls. I still to this day do not know why. Like I feel like we are not treating our women well in life. Is that like why do we get to see boobs and butts in movies, but we do not get to see dick and balls? Like are we not like why are men's privates held in more esteem? Which is weird because I, I, maybe you guys touched on it. Is it like a ratings thing? Like a Yep. NC seven like that it, becomes NC seventeen. Yeah, but it's just like why do? But then you never see it. I don't even know what movies are NC seventeen. Yeah, well, you don't see it. I think there's also something inherently, <laughs> you know. There's you know, it's like dongs don't look beautiful. And for those all for those of you women or guys out there going dongs are beautiful, <laughs> I just don't like. I don't. I'm not there with you yet. You know, like maybe. Like I would laugh if there somebody said there needs to be more representation in yeah. the <laughs> media for Ryan I, to be accepted. Yeah, I feel like we need to break the world in with like with like more dong shots, you know? Yeah, and but like who is going to be, you know, the forefather of that? Why not the cast of Summerhouse? Luke, Kyle, Carl. In fact, this week on this week's episode, Emily, they said uh, which was really homoerotic. Carl was like, uh, whoever loses has to do naked push-up. And I was <laughs> like, what? Like, I mean, like, isn't that what, like, and Luke, Luke was like, no, I will not do that, which now we know Luke has a small dog. And and it's like, of all things, that that's punishment? Like, you would think, like, streaking, right? Well, I feel like streaking could be a... These, if you wanted to go the naked route for punishment. These guys already all have their shirts off. And then Luke's like, no way. That's too far. I will not do a naked push-up. And I know, I mean, but it's like, dude, it's going to get blurred. Like, we're not watching, like, on, like, Skinamax or something. Like, this is Bravo. In this year on Bravo, no matter what, it would would just pale in comparison to Bolo's dong. So, like, you know, like. Maybe Luke knew that all the whole time. My God! Maybe the producers were like, "Hey, we're also filming Real Housewives of Atlanta right now. We have a male stripper scene. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> Let's not subject yourself to that." I think there is something really funny that, like, potentially if Bolo is in more Bravo shows and he shows his member, like, I would love it if they eventually blur like a third of the screen, and you're like, "Oh my God, they blurred like a third of the whole screen." I know, and apparently he's like famous yeah guys like, guys he just booked like, he's he, well known like he has only he's already had like a big only fans presence before the show well and this is the uh the cool thing you guys is he's also a working actor this is actually a bravo news story bolo um got cast in a tv show like a real one not like a nudie one um let me see i'm trying to pull up the article here 
Uh, Bolo the Entertainer's real name is Michael Bolware, by the way. Um, oh, that's where they get Bolo, I guess. I, I mean, yeah, let's like, ho- let's know. hope so. Yeah, I mean that's that can't be just a coincidence, right? Right? Like, no, no. I'm sure that's like what people called him growing up, and now it's his stripper name. Oh, by the way, I now I just I came upon a, an article from Showbiz Cheats Cheat saying, "What is Bolo the Entertainer's net worth?" So this guys <laughs> go with us on this breaking. journey here. This is breaking. Uh, I love how they describe him: the exotic dancer danced Cynthia Bailey's bachelorette party in summer 2020. Fans want to know how much he is worth. Bolo the Entertainer's real name, uh, Michael Bolware, according to Primal Information. Wow, that sounds like a good website. The dancer yeah. is from Cleveland, Ohio, but moved to Atlanta for his career. In addition to dancing, Bolo works as an actor and model. Before his debut on Atlanta, Bolo appeared in Chocolate City. The male stripper drama drama also starred Tyson Beckford and D. Ray Davis, per IMDb. He was also in Vivica A. Fox's reality show, Vivica's Black Magic. Vivica A. Fox had a reality show called Vivica's Black Magic? I had no idea. Or of the other show that he was on. Um... This article is wild. It shows Bolo the Entertainer's Instagram account is also quite impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're adding a little like editorial thoughts here. We didn't ask for their opinion. <laughs> While he's not verified on the social media app, he currently has 247,000 Instagram followers. Additionally, the dancer told Watch What Happens Live that he gained notoriety before before his appearance bolo also said he received a plethora of now we're just showing off the writer of this (laughs) article plethora of direct messages a plethora from fans of the show shortly after the scenes aired however the attention is something he got after other projects quote i've done a couple of different projects so i'm kind of accustomed to you know a lot of people at a time i did a couple of other movies in the past and just a couple things that i've been doing that it was just like hey shit I'm used to that attention. I don't even know what that means. Bolo the Entertainer's <laughs> net worth is reported at... Okay, get ready. What do you think it is, Emily? Um, Two and a half million. Ooh, one million. I feel like they always overestimate those. So you That's think it's less... To. You but you went... Oh, okay. I think when you, like, you see those websites and you like Google, like who would be like... Who's like the most broke housewife? You like Google... Gina's net worth from OC, it'll, it'll probably say like 10. Wait, okay, let me see. Gina, okay, Gina from Real Housewives of Orange County. Uh, you guys, that's the one that does the weird hair and like hair, hair extensions that are usually really bad. Uh, net worth. Let's see what the uh, Bolo to Gina is something I've never thought. Oh, my God. Same thing. G- Gina's net worth is $1 million. So Bolo having just his dancing and his skills is already worth the same as Gina, who's been on four seasons of OC. And so, I mean, just goes to show, you know, sex sells. It really does. And it's, you know, especially, and I love him calling like his work and uh, again, like not sex shaming at all of like a project. Well, yeah. I mean, his only fans probably is a yeah, quote unquote a project. project. Uh, I watched a documentary on OnlyFans, and it just—it's like the podcast. It just seems like something they really have to keep up on every day. And I just feel like sometimes it's like, what if you don't feel like, like touching your privates that day for people? You know, like I mean that it takes real, like I guess the get up and go part. You gotta it really kicks in. You know, it's professional. Yeah, I think there's like a New York Times story on OnlyFans about like how 
like really the only people that make money are like the top 1% of creators on there. And you really do have to be like super dedicated. Well, and you know, Dorinda Medley and Sonia Morgan both have OnlyFans accounts. Have you dabbled? Yeah, Dorinda is full nude. Like, it's uncomfortable. Okay, it's like full it. butt shots, everything. Sonya's more tasteful. No, there's no there's no nudity on yeah, either of them. I would think it would be the other way around. <laughs> Could you imagine if you like, just a Dorinda sexy, like, hey, what do you want to see tonight? Yeah. Yeah, like, with, a, with like, a cig and yeah, already drunk. <laughs> she's dry, like, uh, Dorinda, I can tell you're drunk. Shut up. What do you want to see on me, the lefty or the righty? I don't know why I'm making her into a truck driver. <laughs> Again, yeah, it, it's a great accent, though. I think it works for her. I work, you know, I'm not the Watch What Crappens I mean, guys. Maybe, I'm really trying, you know? And if she doesn't, you know, make it back... To, o- to OC, to NYC ever on the show, maybe she will have to dabble in some fully nude. <laughs> Could you? Well, th- we have we ever gotten, I, I think I've said this before, but like, or asked it before, have we ever gotten a Real Housewives sex tape from any of the Real Housewives? I'm shocked we haven't. Like, I feel like that is something, not that I would necessarily want but it, I'm curious that it hasn't happened yet. And I think my dumb luck, I'd end up getting one from like Rinna or somebody, you know, I'm not, I'm not pro. Well, Rinna would for sure be the one that like drops it. Like she would like Chris Jenner it versus it being like a blackmail or just winds up on the internet. Like she's marketing it. I have this weird, um, fascination with like, I think Rinna will eventually try to get Amelia to do a sex tape with Scott Disick. Like, come on, I he's pretty. He's of course you would, you pervert. Oh my god! But like, you <laughs> like, just like everyone. Yeah, of, I mean, of course. I mean, I'd yeah. watch. I'd watch the trailer for the pod. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But That's like, could you just imagine like Rinna talking her daughter into that of like Scott's worth it, babe? Right, this could this could really this could set you for life. This could really set you for life, babe. I think you. Should I know. Do it. I'm sure it would have like one of those like. Like one night in Paris, like she would have oh. her like name it something. Night like, vision, oh, yeah, night vision goggles. Oh, what would it be like, Amelia, Amelia Bedelia, Amelia, Amelia something with Scott? Like, what does Scott know? What it? What, oh, what it? What is he has the? Well, the, the Lord, the it would Lord, be something like maybe Lord. Ooh, like the Lord and the Lady, or the yeah, the Lord and the Lady take Miami or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm getting uncomfortable talking about this um no but you could just imagine lisa also like being the one behind the lens you know like you could just see her oh like, she's creative directing oh yeah no sure. her feet would be She'd like be like okay we're doing we're doing doggy style again guys didn't like how your back was yeah scott there. act like you want to be here scott come on yeah you're um, getting 49 percent, honey or she or she's like behind like the uh the room's curtain and you just see like two shoes sticking out from underneath the curtain <laughs> Well, it's almost like, you know, those like when either like on cop dramas or cop shows when they do like the stings, like the prostitution stings (laughs) and they're in the they're watching like from the motel room next door um, with like undercover prostitutes. That would be Rinna. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? Rinna would be a good. Remember that show Cheaters that used to be on that? Yeah. Well, you got to bring that back. She'd be a good host of Cheaters. The only thing I always hated about Cheaters is that the older you get, the more you realize just how fake that show was. You know, I know. And especially now we have a lot more of a critical eye. I know. Reality. And we did not back then. 
Like, I want that to be true so bad. And that really says something about me. But I mean, I just remember going, oh, my God, they've got the mother load. How did they get the camera inside the house? You know, like, how did they get the camera inside the car? Like, I never <laughs> even questioned it. Yes. Like, I never <laughs> even questioned these things. And I just I feel like such a dummy now. And the host of that was so he had the glasses and he was very professional. Did he, he get was always, canceled or no? I don't think so. I mean, it's possible. Well, why, did, why did the show? Why doesn't the show? I guess because it was like almost too fake. Yeah. For like, as it was aging i guess oh yeah i mean totally oh actually speaking of canceled i wanted to get your thoughts on this so you guys sharon osborne one of the hosts of the cbs uh daytime talk show the talk uh she got into a big kerfluffle standing up for um piers morgan about the megan like it's just so funny this fucking web that this megan and harry interview happened for like people that talk shit online like so Piers Morgan talked shit. He quit or got fired or whatever. Then Sharon Osbourne stood up for Piers Morgan, her friend, on the talk. But then in doing so, she talked way down to the other African-American host and like, like literally was like, no, you tell me. I don't know. And like just kept going. And the lady, I'm forgetting her name, like handled it so well, was just like, Okay, Sharon. Okay. But the crazy thing is, you guys, so it it kept being under review, so they weren't filming new episodes, which I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what I was expecting to be done with it. But all of a sudden it came out today or yesterday that Sharon Osbourne is leaving the talk. She has been asked to leave. And then in doing so, she has activated a $10 million penalty clause where CBS will have to pay her $10 million to be able to fire her. What are your thoughts on that, Emily? I mean, it's crazy that they have that clause because you would think it would be like, not there. Would be, there's like moral clauses in people's contracts. Yeah. You would think that she would have a moral clause and that would you violating the moral clause would, would make sure she doesn't get this 10 mil. Yeah. And no. then she also said some racist things against, Julie Chen, who I was yeah. on the show. Yeah, well, Julie Chen, the show, when they, they, one of the co-hosts. They've all, yeah, she used to be on the talk before Les Moonves, Julie Chen's husband, who used to run CBS, had a whole Me Too canceled thing where it came out he was like a total creep to a lot of actors and people that he worked with at CBS. And that's Julie Chen's husband. It's like a crazy how all of this like filters down. Um but it is funny. Like, you just realize I've never been an extremely powerful man, but you really start to pay attention to the powerful men, how they real like part of being a powerful man seems to go hand in hand with abusing their um, their power and abusing women of some sort, you know? Yeah. And I mean, obviously, there, there's way more of that than we know about. Oh, totally. I mean, the Me Too thing was like, what, 2018? So that was only like three, four years ago. And it's obviously been going on as long as like workplaces have existed. Well, I think about, um, thank God, uh, well, not thank God, but like, wouldn't it be 
interesting if TMZ and all of these websites and stuff were around in the 70s when you had like the Jack Nicholson, Warren Beatty. They were like Lotharios, quote unquote, that like really went around and like fucked anything that moved. If you read a lot of like biographies on these guys, like Jack Nicholson was wild and he's kind of celebrated for that. It was like, oh, that's just Jack being Jack. But I mean, I guess lucky for Jack that he didn't live in this day and age because I think it would be a different story for him, you know? Yeah, because I always think about that in relation to sports. And I mean, kind of the same thing. Obviously, this is like a year ago now, but the last dance, like, would have Michael Jordan been canceled or gotten in a lot of trouble based on what maybe he would have been posting on social media and thank God it didn't exist then. Well, and I mean, there's like all those stories about like the 80s in the 80s and every single Mets player was like yeah. ripping key bumps. Okay, okay. Oh my god. Like, go oh my top. god. You know, speaking of the, I remember being in elementary school, a tiny tyke at Scarborough Elementary School in Kansas, and one of the Mets came and spoke to our class about a say no to drugs presentation and this always sticks out in my head he was doing i forgot what the guy's name was but i remember this clearly that he had done so much coke that he could put a napkin up of like a cloth napkin up one side of his nose and pull it out the other and for a seven-year-old to hear this you're like oh my fucking god you know yeah, well, who's that? Who's the actor that has that like infamous mugshot where he has like his nose is like completely inside? Wait, what? His face. Hold There's on. a mugshot like, with a I, famous. Keep talking. Yeah, I, I, who's this actor? <laughs> There's, I really need, but I remember that was the same presentation. It was like a say no to drugs dare presentation, and they said cocaine was the business. Oh, Artie Lang. Oh yes. Artie used to be the co-host of the Howard Stern show. I've actually read his, Oh yeah, that was so sad. All the cartilage in his nose just collapsed his nose because of like extreme drug use. But, uh, I remember that say no to drugs presentation because I talked to the teacher afterwards because I knew my dad smoked like this green stuff, which I later <laughs> found out to be marijuana. And I went up to the teacher because they said that cocaine was the businessman's drug. I swear to God. And I went up to the teacher because my dad was a businessman. And I said, um, you know, Miss uh, Miss Colson, I, I, I think isn't the businessman's drug marijuana. And I was like weirdly trying to stick up for my dad. I think I don't even know. Cause it was just like, and it was on a film strip projector. I remember. And the lady was like, no, it's cocaine. And I was like, Oh no, does my dad not have a job? You know, Or even like almost trying to be like, no, my dad's on the, the worst of the two. Like at that age, yes. we don't really know that doing cocaine is worse than smoking weed. No, you don't. But you're like, oh, my dad doesn't do cocaine. My dad smokes weed. Well, I remember my dad, like when I finally asked my mom, I came home that day and I asked my mom, does dad smoke weed? Does dad smoke marijuana? I said, and she looked so scared and she looked like she knew this question was coming. <laughs> And because I just remember the pencil shavings, I thought they were pencil shavings at first that he kept in his tin and he would like wrap them up in like cigarettes. And my mom goes, my mom, the, all my mom told me was that she goes, your dad was in Vietnam. And that was it. <laughs> so that, that was, was it. Like the PTSD was the, yeah, getting but, PTSD was why you got to smoke weed. Well, no, I mean, in Maybe. my head, I thought Vietnam then was like a funny 
fun party place. Like I was like, oh, that's like a, a hangout. I mean, I think it was for some people. Well, I thought that until my dad, there was this movie in the 80s called Platoon. And I was like, I was so, I was like 10 or something. Like it was like so young. And he took me to the extreme R-rated movie called Platoon about Vietnam. And people are like fucking getting shot up where their guts are falling out. And at the end of the movie, I turn to my dad and he's crying. And he goes, that's what it was like. And I'm like, Jesus, God, like, no wonder you're smoking marijuana. I mean, I was just like, I couldn't. Yeah, it's probably good not doing anything else. And I was also like, the last movie my dad had taken me before that was The Karate Kid. And this was like a huge leap up, you know? It's too yeah, intense. that's quite the uh, difference. Um, well, anyways, uh, what I was saying about the, the, the Osborne, Sharon Osborne, I feel like the 10 million is really sticking out in my mind because it's like, we're like, if contracts are all like this, I mean, it's starting to be more worth it if you're a racist. Like, I mean, like, I'm sure a lot of people yeah, out there want to just get been talking about the talk before. I, this. But like Sharon gets $10 million and she doesn't have to fulfill her contract. Like, are you kidding yeah, she gets $10 million to stay at home. Like, how is this going to prevent? But how is this going to prevent other people from like saying jackass shit? When you can, like, get $10 million richer for doing it, you know? And that she doesn't have to go to work anymore. Yeah, you would hope that maybe these networks are going to maybe add a little something to that if we terminate you part of the contract. It can't be like, if we terminate you for being a racist, you don't get paid, actually. Yeah, it it just it, it really confuses me because I was like, well, we're really setting a dangerous precedent here. Um, also, I was like... I wonder what the other options were on the table with Sharon Osborne. Like, was it a hard, like you're out of here. I know she had a lot of seniority. Was there a lot of back and forth? Was it immediately you're fired and that's it? Like, was it always a done deal? Did she make it worse by comments? I'm just curious how all this stuff goes down, but like all of this, because she wanted to stand up for dirty Piers Morgan over her British friend. And the thing is like Piers and people like Sharon, like they don't, even people like me, we don't have a discernible talent. We're just talking about shit that other people actually do, you know? Yeah, and you would think, um, like, again, no one was really talking about the show. And who knows, maybe the maybe she was supposed to get paid 50 and they negotiated it to 10. Maybe the 10 was, like, the lowest they could <laughs> CBS have, is like, uh, we got a bargain. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Um, so yeah well, and it would definitely seem like it was a... Because you know how sometimes when people, powerful people, leave their jobs, it can be like, oh, they were definitely, like, asked to resign. And they're yeah. just, like, letting them resign versus being getting fired. So I think that, I'm sure, played a little bit of a role, too. Whatever the language was. Yeah. Used. Terminated contract or whatever. You terminated. <laughs> um I actually got I got a little stone the other night and watched a Terminator film way too late in the night and it was horrible. I was like, this is you know, it's like when you're a little stone and it makes you like perceive the movie even deeper and then sometimes you just give Especially up. Especially a movie like that where you're like it's actually really probably not that deep. Yeah, well, I mean, well, it is. If you think about the robot Holocaust, it is deep, Emily. How dare you? But like I've only seen it the first one once. But so. I like I like that, like, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go deep with this. And then halfway through the movie, you're like, this is totally not worth going deep with. You know, like, you get, like, there's just, or you're like, oh, this is just bad. Okay, this is just bad. 
Yeah, I don't know what another movie you could do a deep dive like that into that's like equally cheesy, or you would have to do something. I think any action, any action adventure movie you can do that with any action, especially action adventure movies from the nineties. Like I think, or even any of the Fast and Furious franchise, like they're literally leaping cars way fast, like way like past objects that are just not humanly possible. Like it's like these cars, like usually if you like even dent a Lambo, it like completely explodes and they're like fucking jumping like Hoover dams with it, you know? (laughs) Unfortunately, I know, but it's like, I would love to know how all those are shot. Like that's how I would go if I was high. Oh, so you'd be like, like, okay, so like, how did they do that? You'd be like, oh my God, the craftsmanship here is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Or like the camera work or whatever. I'm like, was this, you know, well now like CGI and shit is so good. Yeah. But sometimes I get sad. Not the nineties ones, but it's like, sometimes you have to be like, okay, was, what was that? I was watching the justice league and I was like, yeah, the, the recut four hour one. And I was like, yeah, this is really good. But then I was like the main villain, the Steppenwolf guy, uh, you know, it's like, you can just tell he's CGI and like, there's like part of me. It's like, can we find a way to make it real where it kind of scares the shit out of you? Like I really would believe that an 18 foot guy was walking among us, you know? Well, even like, I think it was Avatar where they like filmed them in like those like body suits with like blue balls yeah, all over yeah. it. And that's how they, <laughs> that's how they made it. So good. I could almost be like that. Avatar on stilts and then they CGI out the stilts. Avatar is like a really interesting example because they're simultaneously shooting three Avatar movies right now, two, three, and four. James Cameron's directing all of them. And the thing is, Avatar, if you take in worldwide sales, is the number one film of all time. In fact, it just beat Avengers Endgame. Like, Avengers Endgame overtook it. And then... Didn't they, they like, re-release it? They re-released it, like, yeah. They re-released okay. it in China. Is that, like a little bit of a scam I feel it like. is well but but they managed to make hundreds of millions of more do- like yeah. everybody is not aware of the china movie problem is the china the, the chinese <laughs> are very interesting because their government chooses which american films make it in there and it's almost like the golden ticket because if you can get a movie in china you're usually guaranteed at least a hundred million dollars in box office like the the movie going consumerism is insane over there but they have such restrictions and that's why like there'll be movies where if they ever make fun of if if you don't portray the chinese in a certain light they'll be like no fuck it you're not coming over here like transformers even i remember michael bay started trying to he would put an asian or chinese character in there just so like he would usually put one of their biggest stars in a movie but only give them a couple lines so at least they're like look we're putting your your famous actors in american films and that would get them into china that's so interesting. Imagine the poor, like, Chinese government intern that had to watch Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, my God. Could you imagine Fifty Shades? if it was uh, a fit. I wonder if the Chinese government was like, we we would let it in, but there is not enough dick and balls in this in this film. Yeah, we need more we male need... representation. This isn't, this isn't fair. The Chinese do it right over here. Um, yeah, they it's equal opportunity nudity. <laughs> um, OK, so we are as we head into our summer house recap, um, I do want to mention, too, that I got the vaccine today and I got the Moderna. So I got one shot. I get the second shot on April 28th. Um, and oh, wait, hold on one sec. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. 
sorry, I'm getting a message from Bill Gates. He's activated. He's oh. act. He's activated the microchip. Hey, Bill. Hi. Yes. No, I'm on the pod right now. Oh, are you listen? No. Oh, okay. Your wife does. Um, no. Oh, I can't do it right now. No, 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 no. I can't do it. I'm, I'm potting for right now. And then the rest of the week, is there any way we can circle back to this next week? Okay. Yeah. And I also have a bad knee. So if the, I, if I could be in the clerical position of whatever you're going to have me doing, that would be great. Okay. Big fan. Thank you. Sorry about that. Em. Um, uh, Bill wanted me to like overthrow a foreign government. Uh, no, it was great. <laughs> you know, shit happens. <laughs> shit happens. No. Um, it was, it was like, it was like, I gotta say, it was like not a spiritual experience at a CVS, but it was nice. Everybody was really happy. The lady giving me the shot was happy. The lady checking me in was happy. I waited my 15 minutes. My arm is really sore and I'm tired and I've got a headache. But other than that, I mean, that's like a Monday anyways. I feel pretty good and I just feel fucking happy. How did you, you got your first uh, shot in Vegas, didn't you? Yeah, last week. I'm, I'm Pfizer gang. Pfizer gang. We're on a separate wave here, but gang gang. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I was shocked. It. Um, I did it at the convention center, so it was like with the like National Guard and the health department and stuff. I was shocked at how organized it was because I truly had no hope for any kind of organization yeah. from the state or federal government. Well, I mean, I remember standing in lines for hours at Trader Joe's when this first thing hit, so I was like, this is going to be a mess getting it, and it just wasn't. Yeah, and even, like, early on, like, trying to get a test or, like, how they were operating tests was a total mess. And, yeah, so I was shocked at how organized it was. Um, They're going to start doing – so I think it's next week that Nevada opens up to everyone – um, over 18 or whatever. So they're going to do appointments from 6 a.m. till midnight. So you can do a little, uh, uh, get your shot after dark. If that's what you'd prefer. Wow. I, I mean, that's that, I mean, they should do it. They should move it into the casinos to try to get business. They do actually. I was so mad. I couldn't get an appointment at Encore, which is one of the casinos in town. It's like, the other tower of the wind. <laughs> and I was like, so pissed. I couldn't get an appointment there. And I had to go to the convention center. Cause apparently they give you a goodie bag at that one. Yeah. It, it, it would be great. They're like, Oh yeah, we got like a wind um, pen and a pad of paper. I'm like, I didn't get shit at the convention center. So well, you should, yeah. A gift bag would have been nice. I mean, it really wouldn't, it would have we like, got a gift, I got a gift bag after I got tested. It would be cool if, like, if you did get vaccine in Vegas at a casino, they gave you, like, a like an all-you-can-eat, like, a buffet. Oh, by the way, are buffets just done now? Like, do are we done with, like, some do are, buffets ever exist? open. Like, there we're allowing people are open. to openly touch a, a plate of crabs? They do it, like, cafeteria. They call it cafeteria style, where they have, like, people almost, like, with the, like, Chipotle glass, kind of. So somebody's... Like you point to what your whatever crab leg you want, and they hand it on your plate for you. That's my boy right there. I want that one yeah. in the middle. But I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't really like buffets. I miss sweet tomatoes or oh, sweet, I used to love... soup plantation. That I miss. But like casino buffets, I'm like, eh, they're they're extremely overpriced. I would do a sweet I tomatoes think. by myself and just like go to town. Oh, that was the, the best. Soups. Yeah. Um, and the soft serve ice cream machine. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, 
Well, um, wait, yeah, have you so ever that's been... the biggest, what came from the pandemic is no more soup plantation. Have you ever been taken on a date at a buffet in Vegas? No, but the thing with the Vegas buffet is you have to wait in line for like usually over an hour. Yeah, but it's a good chance to get to know your partner, you know? True. I feel like you would, a date would actually be like a really eye-opening date. Or a buffet would be a really eye-opening date. Yeah, I mean, really, it would tell you everything like, okay, you like, need to know. Is he a is he a crab leg guy? Is he like going for the ribs? And is he getting an eclair or the soft serve ice cream machine? And I believe you have to pay beforehand, so it would really take care of that awkward bill thing at the very end, you know? True. And then if it's awkward and he asks you to pay for half, then you're like, you already know how it's going. Yeah, you know, at the beginning. Well, uh, but we'll see if they even come back. I know. That's just one of the things I was just wondering about. It's like, and it's uh, so classic Vegas, like cheesy Vegas. Yeah. Oh, no, totally. Um, okay. So we got to get into summer house. We're already having too much fun. Um, so we do have to talk this week's episode. I thought, what was your overall thought? I thought it was great. And when at the beginning, when you're like, every episode is my favorite episode, yeah. I'm right there with you. Like every week, it's my new favorite one. Uh, yeah, it really, I mean, they do something different. And even if I don't like it, like, even if I'm not in love with it on the first view, by the second or third view, I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. And even it almost makes me like somewhat scared for Winter House in the sense I'm like, not, it can't be as good as this. Yeah, no, it's like um, that's because I feel like it'll be like it'll feel more manufactured, if that makes sense. Um, so this week is called it's season five, episode eight, and um, it's called Crawl Me Maybe, which, was, which uh, is not a great that's not, not great. a um, so. So last week, you guys, it kind of was where. We, we, we see this clip package at the beginning where Sierra, Sierra is like talking about Luke, like, I'm not going to give mixed signals. He loves to run with that shit. Um, Lindsay is talking to Luke. And then all of a sudden, the episode ended with Hannah going up to Paige of like, oh, my God, do you know that psychic I once did a podcast with? She just texted me out of the blue and said that Lindsay fucked Luke. Which is like the worst. Like... <laughs> To not even get a rumor from like someone that was like at the party, and a psychic saw, like, Luke and Lindsay leave together, like wherever like that rumor would start in like a more uh, usual sense. Um, yeah, but to just be like a psychic DM'd me, be like, okay, a psychic DM'd me that my boss needs to give me a one million dollar raise tomorrow. Yeah, are we allowed to just go anywhere we want and say, sorry, a psychic DM'd me, I'm not supposed to show up tonight? Like, that could be an excuse for everything. Can And by the way, do psychic messages hold up in court? I don't know. There's no way, right? No, there's no way. This is this is just this is just Hannah being a dumbass and trying to start shit. And Paige is just giddy for any kind of drama. I love Paige, but it's you know gets just really like excited, like a, like a giddy schoolgirl, you know. And I get that way too with some things. So I I see it. I recognize the behavior, and I salute you, Paige. But it's sometimes <laughs> uncomfortable when it becomes like just everybody just gang banging Luke, you know. 
Yeah, and it's like no, sorry, I mean what? ganging up on Newt. Newt. Yeah. sorry, that's the the vaccine. That would be that, that summer house after dark. Yeah, yeah, it's the, yeah. It's the Luke gang. Come here, I Luke. Didn't even want to do a naked push up. There's no way he's gonna do a sex. <laughs> uh, also, Des and Hannah. Des is Hannah's new boyfriend. All of a sudden, and I just want to remind everybody, you know, if I have to keep thinking about it you're gonna have to keep thinking about it des actually said to her during phone sex on the previous week's episode i can't stop thinking about your nipple but again just one of them well yeah also not not that ugly left one just the pretty right one you know and also i don't want to be uh not romantic i'm i what happens between nipples in your own home is great like i i like it's a very personal relationship between a guy, 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 girl, 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 whatever, uh, you know. But I just don't feel like I should have to watch that on my show, you know. Completely agree, and I mean, you you would think, or maybe the editors were just being shady. Oh, I'm like, sure. There's so much footage. Oh, like, I'm put into this. Oh, I'm sure they... and they're like, we gotta have this cringy phone sex scene. Phone, must. phone sex is pretty. I mean, it's just hard. It's like, it's hard having the mind that I have where everything kind of is funny in a way. So phone sex is kind of like hard, like, or even my experiences with any of that in the past, even like sexting or whatever. It's just like at a certain point, like, it's like, I feel like Paige, I'm like giggling, you know, and that's not very manly, but like, what do you like? So the, the, the whole conceit of phone sex is you are actually having sex with this person through your text or through your words. So you have to really believe it. It's one of the toughest acting jobs you can ever do. And I think both Hannah and Des need some work. Yeah. They, well, by the way, Hannah says in this episode, we both love to talk, me and Des. And I was like, bingo. I know. I, I, that, that stood out to me too. Because it's like, is that a prereq for like having fun sex? To just be like, love the sound of my own voice. I, so well, we go. you do have to I wonder, though, like just met two weeks ago. I feel like it would be very hard to, like, initiate the first phone sex. Yeah, well, that that was my other question. How do well, I'm, I'm not asking you to tell me personal experiences like how do you initiate phone sex? Like, how are you like, hey, you up? And is like that. And then it's like, what are you wearing? Is that usually the first thing that initiates phone sex? Like, what's the first thing? Like, do you or is it like. In in like, but know, I feel like it would also be like so hard. If I don't, I don't. Maybe they've touched on it, and I can't remember. But have they had real sex yet? I don't think they have, unless okay, unless so she's lying. Unless she's lying. Even draw on experiences to reference. Well, she said she met him right before a summer house. Sex, sex. She met but him I think right. That be- would be hard. She met him right before filming. So. Yeah. And in, in COVID times, yeah, is there really much random sex going on? Who knows? I don't know, but I, the, you know, I, I just, I just wonder, like, hey, I mean, in the age of consent, though, do you go, hey, would you like to have phone sex with me? Like, do you? You would think you that would think. The... Well, like, yeah, but like, you, God, I wonder what the rules of phone sex consent are. Like not not even joking. Like, like you because sometimes girls or guys could feel pressured into phone sex. 
just because the other person that they like start I I'm going down a rabbit yeah, hole. Never mind. Like, Sorry. I'm Whole Foods right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in Trader Joe's. Like, I can't. I just, we can't go down this path. You're like as it's, I'm touching. See if this avocado is ripe. It's so hard to get out of the Trader Joe's parking lot. This is not helping right <laughs> I know, now. You like know how bad the traffic yeah. is in the Trader Joe's parking lot. Like, <laughs> the lots are always too small. <laughs> so. We start the episode, It's they, they say it's Friday, so we know it's Friday, so we know that it's the weekend. We're very excited. Amanda, Hannah, and Paige are talking about Lindsay and Luke. So they're like a dog with a bone after this psychic. And Amanda says, well, you know what? They'll both deny it if we ask. And Paige says, they can deny it, but I think it happened. So that's a great thesis statement right there. They can say whatever they want, and I'm not going to believe it, you know? I know, and it's all because of a psychic. I know. Versus being like a friend, like if Ryan told me that he saw a mutual friend leaving with someone at a party, I'd be like, okay, I trust Ryan. I trust what he please, saw. No, but please don't use me Versus for an like example. Please don't, use, my, please don't use me for an example. Let's not. My, someone slid in, me, slid in my DMs and said, <laughs> Luke and Lindsay had sex and had no other basis for that statement. Oh my God. I'm a psychic. You know what we need to do? We need to start we need to start just like sliding into random people's DMS and go, Lindsay and Luke definitely hooked up. I had a vision about it last night. And they'll be like, who is this? And I'm like, it's about Lindsay and Luke protect yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you know, you know, yeah. So we find out Paige goes, well, we'll find out at girls night. So what they're doing, uh, this is a production plant, but I like it. I, I like when they give the summer house, things to do so the guys are going to do boys night the girls are going to do girls night um kyle is already lit he's like my dick is dope he, you can just hear him like saying that in the background and he's uh, pissing right this yeah, is outside yeah well no he pisses multiple like he pisses outside multiple times um carl luke well and- i guess when you break the seal the first time you know it's like downhill from there but also it you're peeing all the time it does worry me about lover boy is there something in it that just makes you piss is um, it like a di- is it a diuretic yeah that that's what they're called by yeah. the way they, so they could sell diuretic. it like that so carl luke it's like and hey Kyle. do you have a drug test coming up and you gotta piss out yeah. your entire <laughs> weekend but you still want to have fun uh may i reckon <laughs> may i recommend lover boy drug test um <laughs> So Carl, Luke, and Kyle are standing around like the Guinness machine, and this is typical bro behavior. Carl asks Luke, "Hey, can also you- was the Lover Boy fridge new?" Yeah, they they well, okay. it, it came a couple episodes ago, but it wasn't in before that, and I think it's a and it was a pr- it was prominently displayed in the background. Yeah, nice way to showcase the product. But Carl asks Luke. Uh, hey, can you chug a Guinness? And Luke's like, I could do it in three seconds. And Carl goes, bullshit. And that's what guys fight about, by the way. Guys don't really fight about, like, they fight about, like, stupid shit like, I bet you can't slam that steak in five bites, you know? Um, Or getting a DM from a psychic. Yeah. Um, So there's a flashback to other boys' nights from last season where the the guys were all doing push-ups and the girls dressed up like guys. Uh, Carl lets us know, we finally find out one of the mysteries, you guys, to what something means. Carl says, since my brother's funeral, I want to cut loose a little. Why not have fun with the guys? So we now realize Carl is mostly sober. And this is what mostly sober means, is that he will drink uh, with these guys the next two days. Um, So they all chug the Guinness. Luke slams it, but it spills everywhere. And Luke says, I couldn't open my throat. 
And which, by the way, which, by the way, like Kyle, are you allergic to it? Yes, I guess I'm having an allergic reaction. <laughs> um, it's also probably bad. Kyle goes, "You look like a four year old at a milkshake stand," and I feel like jokes like that. There needs to be more guys so you can high five. You know, like yeah, the, like that's better for like in the bar. Yeah, on game day. You need a more like, intimate that joke. joke. A little bit better. Yeah, like an intimate joke is is preferred here i believe but kyle's playing to the stands kyle's playing to like an arena right now and he's like so clearly fucked up on something more than alcohol <laughs> uh, you said it you said it i did like do not sue me some anybody sort of, no. some sort of upper there is something that is you see the effects of the booze but you also see something that is so such a stimulant in Kyle where he is just perky mm. as anything, but also drunk as anything. And it's like a, a weird marriage between the two. Um, we get Hannah, we cut to Hannah and she's like, welcome to the summer spa where there's no toxic masculinity or boners poking you. And then you hear Kyle in the background going, I'm peeing in the wind. <laughs> it's still going everybody. And he's just peeing in like the bushes out in the front of the house and which is like will i ever be as happy no as kyle in that exact moment no i can assure you most of us will never experience you know 50 percent of kyle cook's happiness he's happy (laughs) and i mean even we've all had that time where you're like super drunk and you finally at least in my case you sit down to pee no and it's just like it is the best feeling ever have you ever tried to stand up and try to make a urinal? Is it? Can you point the no, vaginal but urinal I know stream? People that have that's never been a desire. Okay. I mean, okay. it's like of course you like squat like in porta potties or like a gross <laughs> public restroom. But oh, wait, you're you you're I, the I, one that I told me you can't do shower. you can't do yeah, I don't pee festival porta potties. Yeah. No. I, it's more that I'm afraid that someone's gonna like run and like tip it over while I'm in there. I'd say that rarely happens. I'm not going to say it's not going to happen, but it rarely happens. So, <laughs> no, but I feel like if anywhere it would happen, it would be a music festival. Like someone took some like bad Molly or something. I would love when and they uh, get like superhuman strength and just like <laughs> domino all the porta bodies down. When Kyle, um, when Kyle's peeing, they went. I did want there to be a shot of like from like like full-on kyle like where the guy was like obviously filming from the bushes getting peed on you know like ah kyle no <laughs> oh like yeah uh, we, this is a multi-cam scene yeah. for sure um so uh, the boys now the boys are like hey let's all take our shirts off like it really is and like i'm saying like it's getting homoerotic like they're trying to do it carl's like let's all take our shirts off and then we cut that in with Hannah and there they have like animal face masks. Amanda wants to be a unicorn. Hannah says you only do shades of red. I don't know what that's in regards to. Yeah, I was like was that some sort of inside joke that we didn't. And then get? Paige goes, "Your grandma's a whore to Hannah." And there's a flashback <laughs> of Hannah's grandma saying she's a sex kitten and she's like, "I like the porno. It gets me horny." Um <laughs> And then, and then I love them like just showing her like grandpa just like walking. <laughs> <laughs> and then Hannah says, "Me and Des like to t- like to both talk, so we love sexy talk." Um, teach their own. I just don't want to have to. You know, I want to be able to choose if I want to see it. I know, and even like again, I've never heard of this guy until Hannah Des? got engaged to him. But I'm like, imagine just like seeing him. 
at like the comedy store or something and that's like what people oh, like, heckle him for if i ever like, see oh, him doing stand-up like, drunk we have to go I'll, I'll literally be like you're the dude that loves hannah's nipple <laughs> which one is it and why not the other one yeah uh, uh i got a question des yeah which nipple that's me <laughs> yeah like i think i don't know how many uh drunk people at comedy shows also are <laughs> avid Summerhouse viewers, but and what I think it's there. there. Uh, us reality show lovers, we love everything stand up. I think and we're, we're the out most, there. I think we're the most accepting of every artistic form. Um, so Carl, this is the point when he's like, "Hey, let's do naked push-ups. Whoever loses or whoever loses has to do naked push-ups." And Luke goes, "No, no, I won't do that." Which is like, it's so that you know, any protesting is weird. Um, and Kyle's like, "That's weird." And then Luke goes, "Oh." What about a slap shot to the chest, which is like, and Carl goes, okay, a slap shot to the chest could kill a man. Like literally, especially if you're already fucked up, like all these dudes are. Yeah. And Kyle goes, that's the dumbest thing since my grandma put Molly in the gravy. And there's a flashback to Kyle talking about his grandma. Like Kyle is full of. But I'm like, I want to know more about grandma. Molly grandma. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do find it interesting that do you notice Kyle's pattern of speech though now is like two where he's like, You look like a boy who spilled a milkshake everywhere. And like she's like, You remind me of the time my grandma put Molly in gravy. Like his his comebacks are like weirdly specific. Do you think he's been like practicing? Yes. In the off season, like or training, if you will, seeing uh, an acting coach or something, maybe. He's like, Amanda, let me run something by you. Does this work? Does this great? <laughs> yeah, can we work? run can we run some lines here really quick? Um, Paige says, uh, we're now with the girls. Uh Paige says the last pe okay, if to the ladies, this is a question. If we are the last people on the planet, which one of the summer house guys are you going to be procreating with to save the human race? And, uh, we intercut this with Kyle, um, jacking off a stick, um, you know, page. And then we come back and page goes, I would have the hairiest little babies with Carl and Sierra goes, Carl, Lindsay. And then Lindsay, this is not like ass. Lindsay just volunteers. He is good at finger banging. I wish. (laughs) But it's like Lindsay brings up finger banging every episode. Like I thought it was Carl's thing when this last season, when they found out they finger banged, I thought it was like Carl's doing. I think this is like Lindsay's. Yeah. I think this is her menu. This is on it. And clearly it's like a routine activity. Yes. Sexy time. Also, did you see Lindsay's bathroom this week? It was, it was much like I finally got a look kind of inside, and I was picturing it much of a deeper bathroom, and it's really a small bathroom, and it kind of skewed me out thinking about when we heard her and Stravi have sex in the bathroom. And I don't know why the closed space really got to me. I know, and especially of like because they've said in previous episodes that before they used to have a cleaning crew, and this year they didn't. Um, yeah. That, that like were we really trusting Lindsay and Stravi to really Lysol wipe down that counter after? God, could you imagine having to be a who like like to be the cleaner that comes in at the end of Summer House, like to no, like to deep clean the house? Them. You know, it's like like the Real Housewives of Atlanta people that had to like clean after that party. You know, 
Yeah, because I mean, especially because wasn't that one like an Airbnb? Like you yeah. got another like added cleaning fee. I always, there. I was like, you di- don't, oh my don't god, clean up. Wouldn't you? They're just talking about like dirty dishes in the sink. Guys, we need to get that house in Atlanta, and we need to steal the guest book. Like, what if Bolo signed in on the guest book? You know what those Airbnbs, they always have guest books, you guys, where you have to sign up, like, we had a great stay, you know? I would love it to be Or, like, like if, if he has, like, left a review. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, um, com- like, very oh, like, soft beds. What, is, what was his name? Mike B or something? Oh, Mike B from Atlanta gave it a five stars. <laughs> um. So the girls are all like getting horned up by the summer house guys. They say Carl has huge hands and huge feet. Danielle says, uh, well, it's between either Kyle or Carl for me. Um, we were now out with the guys and Kyle asked the guys, Hey, when's the last time you guys had sex? Which by the way, is a question that Luke asked in the first episode, first or second episode of this season. Yeah. Kyle gets so drunk. And then it's usually the one question he wants to know. And Carl and Luke go, oh, March, March. And Kyle goes, pandemic dick, bro. Pandemic dick. I love it. And it's like, okay. <laughs> Again, we've had this. They should have flashed back to asking this in episode one. I would love it if Kyle said March too. You're like, you live with Amanda. He's like, no, nope, still March. I have not had sex Still March. March. We've been not trying to, uh, to pass along yeah. COVID. <laughs> so, um, we're back with the girls. Uh, Hannah says I'd have hate sex with Kyle. This is another thing where I don't believe it for a second. I just think Hannah was trying to say something funny for the show, you know, as always, she's always on. And I mean, it's like, like, is a baby with Kyle, like really gonna save the human race, you know, <laughs> it's my, really, if you're the last people on the earth, it might even hurt the human race. If you had a, a Kyle baby, um, yeah, the human race would cease to exist. Kyle, if you're listening, bro, I love you, dude. I'm just joking. These are just you're funny, so funny jokes. Just don't funny think jokes. you'd be great, Dad. <laughs> a man, <laughs> a man. They ask Amanda what is sex like with Kyle, and Kyle and, and Amanda goes, "He's the only guy that we're both able to orgasm at the same time." And they like you, you know. Supposedly, you make fun of a minute man, but I guess that makes me a minute woman. Once again, whatever floats your boat, whatever, if people are loving Hannah's nipples, great. If okay, if Hannah and if Amanda and Kyle want to come at the same time, great. I don't know if I want to think about them going, baby, are you almost there? Are you almost there? Ah, you know, and high-fiving each other. Because I feel like they definitely would high-five. Like, they're oh, that couple. He'd be like, you just got it good. You just got Kyled. You know, no, no. You just got cooked. <laughs> And it's like, it's that's not even out of the realm. Of no, that's, by the way, that is, I'm holding back on what it probably is. Like that's, I'm being classy in how I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> I know that's the sex tape we don't need though. Lindsay says, well, I would pick Luke and not for his intelligence, but he's very handy. <laughs> like all the, all, even she's standing up for Luke and slams Luke. She's like, not for his intelligence, but he's very <laughs> handy and has lots of, um, Lots of attributes that have been overlooked. If anybody uses the word attributes in terms of who would have sex with you, they don't want to have sex with you. Like, nobody's going to be like, it's usually like, oh, I want to have sex with that person. Not like, well, let me think about their attributes. I know. And it's like, she was obviously doing that to like play up the rumor. Like, yeah. that was very smart. Of wait, her, do you, wait, do you think so? She didn't I know about the so. rumor at this time. She didn't know about the rumor yet. 
I think somebody might have really given her a little hit. Okay. Because um, I just feel like that was like such an interesting choice. Because I obviously I'm into Carl, but I'm like I think the obvious answer is Carl. Yeah. Because like if you're trying to save the human race, like you would need them to be like tall. Yeah. I feel like in all seriousness. <laughs> Sierra says to Lu- about Luke. Well, been there, don't want it. And Hannah says, I don't want to think of us as ant. I don't want you to think of us as anti-team Luke. And, uh, you know, and then Hannah's like, he told me to pump the brakes with Dez. And Sierra goes, he's crossing boundaries. He doesn't get it. He thinks he's being friendly. Uh, Guys, at this point, I know, like, I don't get it. Like, I'm trying to get it. I don't get it. Like, I, I feel like. I feel like guys are fucking annoying no matter what we, you know, like, and, and there is really dangerous behavior. I just, I guess maybe I'm giving, I just don't think it's I'm just, but, but see, maybe I'm in the wrong. Maybe I shouldn't be giving Luke the benefit of the doubt, but he just, he just kind of seems like, I hate to say this, but just like Lindsay said, a little dopey, you know? Yeah. And it's, he never seems to have like bad intentions. No, like, I don't know. Like there is a part of me that's like, well, maybe, he, I don't know, maybe he thought, maybe he's like, okay, I will be Sierra's friend. And like, maybe we could watch a movie or like, he says that later. He's like, I thought the summer would be awesome. Like, I'd be like, hey, Hannah, you want to go on the bike? And like, hey, like, guys, if he's guilty of anything, it's just like being a dumb dumb. Yeah, which is excusable. Still legal I, in this country, being a dummy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, for many people, it is. You just got looped. I'm a dummy. Sorry. Um. <laughs> So this all happens. Then news we're to the guys and Kyle says, what's the fucking scoop? I thought you were going to lay some pipe, Luke. I thought you were going to lay some Minnesota pipe. What's the update, dude? And Luke goes, I just want to go about my business, live my life. Like, I love that he treats himself like a fugitive. You know, I just, I did my time. I just want to, just want to go out and just be me, you know? And Luke says, I'm good. I'm chill. I'm good. And Carl says, it's just weird with Sierra. You wouldn't even know your friends. The entire pretense of her being here is for you. And now it's super awkward. And, and like Luke's going, yep, yep. And the audience is going, yep, yep. Yep, yep. I and, know, it's like, we don't need to like be reiterating this. So uh, Luke says, and I feel this is kind of uh, right. Luke says, Hannah has put on a gaslighting campaign, has, has twisted words about me and sold this whole narrative. And I kind of got to say there is a point to be made for what Luke says. Absolutely. How could there not be? So Carl. That's, I mean, such a gaslighting is kind of a hot topic these days. Hot but... top. Um. Carl says, hey, bro, we're just checking in on you because we've done the same shit. And Carl says, we have done the same thing and it hurts people. And there's a flashback to all of Carl's like women that he's hurt. And Carl goes, when you've wronged women, you have to admit it. You have to admit that you're doing that and fix that. Me and Kyle have done that. Like there is like a little (laughs) bit of soap, like grandstanding from Carl in this episode, I feel, where I'm like, you also don't brag about it, you know? I know. It's like, you don't need to be like, I've been a bad guy. Yeah. So I can call it out. And it's like, again, what Luke is, you know, Luke didn't cheat on anyone like Kyle did. Yeah. Well, you know? and Carl's like, I'm, I'm home free now. Like, you know, he's talking about in terms of the sobriety, it's like day by day. It's like feelings and this, he's like, I'm completely cured. I will never fuck over a woman again, which I hope that to be the case, you know, but I just find it odd that these next two nights in the show, he's kind of being like, they're just subtle moments of like braggart b- braggishness 
about that's not even a word, but you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, he'd just be like bragging about being a good dude when he hasn't usually been that way. Before. Yeah. Um, so back to the women, Lindsay tells Sierra, well, Luke says you're a different person than you were two years ago. And Sierra's like, yeah, I was 22. Uh, not to mention, we rebounded the shit out of each other. What is that like? Like, I'm going to rebound the shit out of you. Like, do you like, I'm going to rebound you right back. I know. And it's like, maybe that was just like, they were just fuck buddies for lack do you, of a better term. Do you rebound the shit out of people, Emily? No, I think that's weird. But I mean, I get why people do it i just don't think that's like my vibe so like, catch feelings but clearly these both of these two wait 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 do you call it catch feelings do you uh, do you say that to your girlfriends like do you go i'm catching term, feelings like in seriousness like <laughs> i don't like using it and being serious but i don't think there's a better term for it has a guy ever said to you emily i think i've caught feelings <laughs> Oh, I don't think so. oh, I'm thinking. I think you're not saying. Um, I'm like, I just hope the second anyone even lays eyes on me, they've caught feelings already. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Lindsay says, "Well, you know, you know, I just want less shit talking and more. I care about Luke." And Lindsay goes, "My bad, my bad. Maybe, maybe it's too much." And they're like, "Why are you so upset?" And she goes, "Why are you yelling at me for sticking up for, for Luke?" And then the girl's like, "Let's crash guys' night." And then we cut to Carl saying Kyle's dick is so small. And then we see Kyle peeing in the lawn again. So they're going to really, the girls are coming into an exciting guys night. Um, <laughs> yeah, this was, they were crazy gossiping and everything. <laughs> you really do feel the loss of Stravi here. Like you do need that fourth guy. You need the, 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 the silent fourth guy. Stravi is the silent guy in the group, but he, he's, I know. And he always had some good one-liners and stuff when he was, um, with like when they were prepping for Kyle and Amanda's anniversary dinner, like or birthday dinner, or whatever, he always had some good lines. Well, are you like? Wait, do you mean like good lines? Like, hey, can you make me a sandwich? No, but like he offered like they were like when he had to be like the waiter or the busboy or whatever. Like he provided some like good insight. <laughs> yeah, no, you're like right. you could tell he wasn't like that close of friends with them and he was trying to be friends with them but not being like you know when there's like a newer person or maybe you meet your friend's significant other and they're like trying like so hard to impress somebody's friends like i don't think he, he was ever really like that yeah totally yeah no i i also i went back and watched a preview and there's a shot of stravi with like candles in a heart shape and flowers and Lindsay's up on the balcony so we do still remember if you watch the preview we have that scene so we know Stravi's coming back at some point and we have the Lindsay saying I think I might be pregnant scene which is like have we ever had a season of any Bravo show without a fake pregnancy but scare? Like, I'm saying there is still so much more to go on this show you know it's awesome um, I know and I think we're only halfway through right yeah yeah, that's in fact, this was a uh, halfway mark right here. Lindsay talks to Luke in the kitchen now, and she's like, I was sticking up for you. And they ask Lindsay, the girls or the guys ask Lindsay, what's wrong? You know, are you you know, what's wrong? She's like, I personally have done nothing wrong. And she walks off. Paige and Amanda come in and they're like to Luke, what's wrong? Uh, and Luke goes, oh, I'll talk to who I need to talk to when I'm not drinking. And then Paige goes, it's Sierra, isn't it? Paige is literally that girl. 
that girl that's like trying to pull information out of somebody that is not smart, you know? So like there she's buttering and up she's to good Luke. At it. She's really good at that. Paige goes, um, are you talking about you and her like vibing? Is there sexual tension between you and Lindsay? And Luke's like, what? I, I mean, I have so much respect for her and Steven and I, I would never do that. And Paige goes, yeah, but have you ever had sex with her? And he goes, hold on. What? 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 I mean, uh, there. And then they cut to commercial. We come back. He's like, I'm not going to answer that because I want to know why you're asking that. Now that you guys, you uh, I, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, shit, that means he did it. But now upon further viewing, I think Luke um, was just being dumb again. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because if you watch it, like if you watch from here on, so, um, and but Paige and Amanda run with that. They're like, wouldn't you say no right away if you didn't? And then, but then, but then if he did say no right away, I'd be like, okay, why is he like the same thing we were talking about when you deny something too much about the naked push-ups? They would run with it. They would run with that too. Yeah, he said no too quickly. Um, He's obviously lying. And she goes, Kyle. I mean, Luke goes, was that, was that what she said? And they're like, no. And then Kyle drunkenly stumbles in and, uh, Paige and, uh, Amanda run off and Luke goes, I don't know what's going on, man. New scene, Amanda and Paige run into the room. Uh, we see Danielle in her room calling her new boyfriend, Robert on the phone. And she goes, I feel like a teenager when you have a deep crush on a guy, when you don't know a guy, but you really like him and you can't stop thinking about him. When am I going to see him again? I love this. I love this whole vibe. I like, I this. know I like this. What are we going to meet him? I wonder, does he come this season? I don't know, but I, I would, I wouldn't mind opening my heart to somebody for Danielle. You know, I'd be open for it. I know. She um, deserves it. So new scene, Kyle, like, uh, Sierra and Hannah are in the pool. Kyle comes out and spills Loverboy all over the cement and then starts slurping it off the floor. Uh, by the way, this is the moment when I wrote, oh, I know why we aren't getting Loverboy now. And I don't mean he's drinking all the Loverboy. I mean, he's fucking drinking Loverboy off a cement pool top. This guy can't fucking run a company to save his life. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You think some investor is going to watch this and go, oh, the guy that runs this is the guy that's drinking off a uh, cement pool floor? Yeah, love that. Yeah, it's like, yes, let's trust him. Or like, that's him. how desperate you have to be. I'm like, if you want to try Loverboy in this time of there being no Loverboy, your only <laughs> option is to drink it from a dirty, disgusting pool yeah. um, concrete. You got there. <laughs> no, it's like i was like well, i'm like what is, i'm like well, i don't know what they call it like pool? what was yeah. floor um so uh lindsey comes out and's like you know they ask what's going on upstairs lindsey and sierra's like um you uh lindsey goes i just feel bad that people are talking shit on him all the time and lindsey goes i just can't win uh, we cut to Carl speaking to Danielle and she's like, you feel good about drinking? You can control it. And Carl's like, Hey, I drink one beer and then I have a water every time. <laughs> and Daniel says, you know, he, he's, he's doing the right thing, you know? And for once I'm not worried about him with his drinking. So if Danielle's not worried, I guess I'm good. Um, new scene, but it is a weird chink in the armor though. A little bit. It does yeah, give you pause. That was such a, point of contention during the first half of the season yes it's all about this sober journey and now it's like 
Now it's just I'm drinking less journey. Yeah. So or let, a sober, curious journey, I guess. Oh, by the way, you guys, I just wanted to let you know. I just remember this. Uh, I'm on uh, today's episode of Sexy Unique podcast. Laura is doing a recap. Laura Marie Channels is doing a recap of this entire season's episode, and she just started last week. I do episode number four, so that's four episodes from this. So if you want to hear me and her uh, gab around about episode four, it is there. I just wanted to uh, point that out, and it was really always fun to to record with Laura. Um, so okay, so Lindsay says my defense of Luke. You know, just there needs to be a conversation going between you guys and making things all right. And Paige all of a sudden blurts out, I got a DM saying you guys had sex. And Lindsay says, I don't look at him with heart eyes in what world? Like she starts over enunciating. She's like, I don't look at him with heart eyes. I'm only defending someone who I'm simply a friend with. Don't come at me like I had sex with him. And there, and she goes, oh, and Lindsay, this is awesome. She goes, what? Your DMs to Giggly Squad? <laughs> and then didn't she like bring up? She's like, actually, it's a Facebook group. No, she goes, she goes, it wasn't on Giggly Squad. Squad, it was a psychic. <laughs> and she goes, and then Lindsay goes, honestly, do you know who the fuck I am? Do you fucking know who I am? And she's like, oh, you're Lindsay. Sit down. Don't paint a picture of me like something fucking happened. Like, I fucked. And, and then Lindsay in a talking head goes, I fucked Luke like Hannah fucked Luke. Boom. <laughs> I know, which was the best line. And so she's like, good. I haven't even seen the inside of his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. so uh, and she had her quite the hair extension. Yeah, I know. Lindsay Lin- during the, these talking heads. Lindsay also goes, okay, so once again, you are doing a lot of stretching because I didn't invite you to that New Year's Eve party, which, by the way, is another kind of thing that's true. Hannah is holding on to that. You know she is, you know? Yeah, how could you? And I mean, it's like this is Danielle. Like, why isn't she, like, giving this aggression towards Danielle, who was the one who actually kissed Luke at this party? Confirm. Makes me so mad. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay goes to Kyle. Uh, Lindsay now goes up to Kyle and she goes, know what the new rumor is? I'm having sex with Luke. And uh, we cut back out of the pool and go, Hannah's giggling. She's like, whenever something happens, it's like I'm behind it all. She loves this. She loves it. It's like, yeah, she I must need, Yeah. Amanda walks away and says, I can't be a part of this. Because uh, Amanda approached her in the kitchen. And Amanda goes, that's not what this is. And Lindsay's like, don't come at me. And her voice is echoing. Hannah hears it in the pool. Hannah says, Luke should just shut this rumor down. And then up to Lindsay. Lindsay says, I'm not going to listen when you're attacking me. Um, and uh, Amanda goes, Kyle The acoustics dr- in this house are so off. I know. but you how much everybody can hear each other. But by the way, that's another thing I love about Summer House is that I can picture being in that pool and hearing, you know, when you're at parties and everything gets a little wild and you're outside and all of a sudden you hear noise from inside. Like, I yeah. like that whole vibe. Like, you can really, we've all been there, you know? Uh, we've all been in a multi-million dollar Hamptons house. A house um, that has bad vibes and an upside down floor plan. And also, if you want to get, like, the summer, summer house to, like, chill on the drinking, which I don't agree with, start making them pay. Like, start, like, like having a bartender at the summer house where they have to, like, okay, that's, uh... Well, they get, like, drink tickets. It's, like, $18 like, for a vodka a Red Bull. Like, you know, that'll slow it right down. Um, yeah, it'll be, like, Stravi can do it. They can have a little uh, towel. 
Amanda tells uh, Lindsay to relax. She's like, I will not relax. And then Amanda goes, well, don't come at my guy. Because she just said one thing about Kyle. Kyle, by the way, is just like mentally gone. He's just like. <laughs> and Luke says, uh, I would like to know when we had sex. And this is when Lindsay goes, yeah, I haven't even seen your apartment. I mean, which is really the dumbest thing. Because we've literally seen Lindsay get fingered in her her room. Like, it, you don't just have to have sex at your apartment, you know? True. You could have sex in the bathroom. You could have sex in a bush. <laughs> with uh, maybe land on Kyle's feet. Yeah, I had sex in the library with the candlestick uh, <laughs> with Colonel Mustard. Um, <laughs> Kyle is singing, everyone gonna be friends. And he's like stepping up on Loverboy cases by himself. And he goes, hi, my Again, name is... This is where all the Loverboy is. Yeah, he goes, hi, my name is Passion Fruit. What you want? Everything? Uh, we see Luke go into bed with pizza, which is like, I was like, damn, I'm so, I love pizza. And I'm like, oh, that'd be so nice. <laughs> Lindsay's talking to herself going to bed. She's like, what are these conspiracy theories? I'm just trying to maintain a relationship. When do I have time? Um, and then uh, there are the other four girls in the bed now talking shit. They're just mean girls. And by the way, I got to tell you, I'm not. You know, I'm just really trying to say if I'm on the correct path here because I'm not liking Sierra all of a sudden. And I don't know if that makes me a chauvinist or if I'm being fooled by like the male um, industrial complex or <laughs> if Sierra really did show her ass on this a little bit. I agree. And I think because it's kind of she was like she became like Hannah's little minion. Yeah. I think that's why I don't like it's her. Like she's she's like, like a, tool. a little she was a little too accepting of whatever hannah was saying and maybe that was like her plan all along was hannah's a fan favorite so i've got to like get in good with her yeah she's so maybe a, that was a plan but she's a tool not a person anymore it. i don't love it yeah so Paige jokes about Lindsay, like where is she probably in luke's bed uh amanda and Paige, they all Creative. walk out to the kitchen they see kyle passed out ass out on the couch it's not even 1 a.m amanda starts sitting on his head they're all just joking and they try to open Kyle's eyes. He's just fucking like, imagine getting that trashed on lover boy on lover boy. Like there better be something else involved. Cause if, if, if you get that fucking drunk with lover boy, sign me up. I need lover boy right like, now. Alcohol is lover yeah. It's lover boy. Xanax. It's definitely not like five, like five like truly's are. Um, so this is crazy. Luke texts Sierra and goes, by the way, the rumors are not true. And Sierra says, way too late to text dude <laughs> like i'm like do you have like at this point are you Which not isn't even late but also like i don't know like like i feel like i would do the same thing of like hey i respect your opinion i just i just want you to know it's not true you know and just to come back that quick with way too late to text dude like i need to know it from sierra's side i just hope it's more than just Hannah, like, I want to know, like, did, did Luke do something that made her feel very unsafe yeah, besides texting? It has to be. It feels like we, we missed We're missing something. Yeah. Um, because it's like 9 p.m. isn't late no. to text someone I mean, I of don't, any gender. Yeah. Especially when you're living the Cali lifestyle, you know? Um, yeah. And it's like, again, like, 9 p.m. like is dinner time. It's um, like, you Dang. know. Thank in you, Vegas, Emily. people go to dinner at <laughs> I, I go to dinner like, at 10 like, sometimes. I can't text this guy that I got home safe because I can't text people past 9 p.m. 
This is a this is like this is the kind of law that like Ted Cruz would try to make law. Like there will be a nine p.m. <laughs> limit. Pond. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will not uh, uh, be sleeping in the same bed as mother even anymore. Um, yeah. Because, uh, like, if you said, like, no texting past, like, 1 a.m. or something yeah. without bad intentions, I, that makes sense. But and Luke goes, Luke, Luke reads this text and he's like, dude, so fucking stupid. Um, and then Sierra lets us know, my mom always said, the only thing open past 10 p.m. is the gas station and your legs. By the way, love uh, Sierra's mom slut-shaming Sierra, obviously. Um, I know. I mean, it's a funny little line, but... Also, I will say... Not about your kids. Sierra's mom is wrong. There are so many things open past 10 p.m. Grocery yeah, stores I mean, are open past 10 a.m. It's like everything. When I worked at Blackbuster yeah, Video, CBS. it was open until 12 p.m. I mean, there's so many things, yeah. you know? What did you do? What did you think of the Blockbuster doc? I liked it. I mean, Netflix. it gave, well, I, I it you know, I, I, it, I liked it. I mean, it's not like well shot or well edited, but like there was like a really, like I like the heart of the lady that has the last black last blockbuster and it really did like i remember the smell they were talking about like i worked there i remember going out to the bin to like have to get the movies and check for the customer if their movie came in it was just really uh it really you know gave me heavy nostalgia it's called the last blockbuster guys it's on netflix right now streaming yeah, um, it's new to Netflix, but I think it's like a year or two. Yeah, old. it's in. I watched it the before it was on new. Netflix. Yeah. Um, so new scene. It's ten forty seven a.m. on Saturday. We see Carl still sleeping in bed. Lindsay and Hannah are in their beds. Paige says, "I got pretty drunk last night and don't remember what happened." Um, we see Amanda telling Kyle about the DM from the psychic. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and he goes, I don't even remember putting these shorts on. And then they laugh. Like it's super funny. Like at what point does Amanda stop laughing? That I guess would be my I know, question. Like at what point does like all of this become less funny? When I, I remember when, this, when, it, when he turns 40, my ex, um, we went to comic, she had to go to comic con for her job and I got to tag along and I was super excited and then, you know, the, the party doesn't start stop when you're at Comic-Con, the Geeks party. And I was with um, a couple and I got hammered and I woke up the next day and she was furious at me. And I guess <laughs> I had completely thrown up everywhere and the room smelled like Parmesan cheese. <gasps> and I, I guess like somewhere like don't have any recollection of this. And it was a really embarrassing moment. And I had to take a hard look at myself. And ever since then, I'll do one drink and then one full water, just like Carl Radke. <laughs> I mean, between making his bed, yeah. the water after every drink, Carl's impact on the world like can't be missed. You know? But also, I want to hold him to this. I want the cameras to capture, like do a water count, like one, two. Yeah, I want to know how big to, like, the waters are. The Everything is details. Um so Kyle lets Amanda know, well, I'm going to go run and sweat this out. I hate people like that. People that go work. You do this with soul cycle I too. I hate this so yeah. much. Yeah. Luke is uh, sweeping his room. Uh, just reminded me of what a pig Sierra is in her room. Um, <laughs> which, we, which we see later. Yeah. During the um, next party. So they say the party supplies are here and they all bring in all Amazon boxes. And I could watch like a, I could watch them do this footage 24 hours a day of just Amazon boxes just getting delivered and then picking them up. Very relatable. Would love would a like live. Yeah, would love a live a live cam of some sort. They're like so excited for the pub crawl tonight. Um, 
Luke is splitting wood, and I mean that exactly. That is Luke. They they Luke must have ordered some wood, and he is splitting yeah, wood. Yeah, I'm like, where did he get the wood? Maybe this is me, like not being outdoorsy. I'm no, like, they ordered it for him. You could tell because Luke gets it. He's like, this is hard wood. It's going to be really hard to split. And he's in his uh, jewelry making blue jeans, no shirt. Um, Luke says, you know, the atmosphere is just so blah from Hannah's cloud. She's put over everything. Um, and she, he just like, I, I can handle the bullshit, but what, to what extent? Like, so Luke is starting to break, um, the voice of reason. Yeah. New scene. Uh, Lindsay brings a lover boy to Danielle, which is just so weird. Like, good morning. Would you like a lover boy? Um, it's like, it's Saturday. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> She goes to Danielle, did you hear what happened? And tells Danielle about the psychic talking about fucking Luke. And Danielle says, why are we getting into fights over what a psychic said? That's insane. Right there, yeah, Danielle. Yeah. More, yeah. Like, like the only reason in the house. Um, we intercut this with Luke trying to chop wood. He's screaming. He's like, ah! Um, new scene. Carl calls his mom and he's like, I was just thinking about you. Wanted to check in. She's like, I'm just... You know, mumbling along here. I'm just so freaking pissed off. And he says, it sucks. I mean, I'm I'm angry. I'm trying to process all of this in a healthy way. And he goes, I've had some drinks here and there. But, um, you know, and, and his mom's like, yeah, you know, totally. Um, and Carl. Yeah, I was surprised the mom was kind of supportive of it. Yeah, I guess like, they're in the such mom a. mom didn't seem like you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, but I mean, I guess when you're going through something like that, it's probably much, much different, you know. Um, yeah. Carl says in a talking head, fuck it, you know, why can't I drink a little more? I'm just trying to make each, trying to take each day and be present. Um, new scene, Hannah FaceTimes Dez. She says, Paige is napping, so you can't show me your penis right now because he's right next to her. Uh, Paige says they spend hours together and is a true narcissist. Uh, it makes me think why I don't spend hours on the phone with my boyfriend, Perry, which we all think kind of that too. Perry's a very non-entity yeah. in this house. Um Lindsay comes in and lets them know, hey, start getting ready for the pub crawl. Paige and Hannah thought she was coming in to yell at them, but she was not. Um, so everyone we find out is preparing their room. So they're decorating them. So it's like a pub crawl. So they'll go to like each individual location of room and that'll be like Florida or the Amish community. And it's a, they'll <laughs> each make a signature drink and then they'll go from room to room. Um Sierra is trying to put her to room together and Luke's right there and Carl and, and Sierra goes, Carl, I need to hang something. I need a tall man right in front of Luke. And Luke's like, so tacky. He says, so tacky. Luke can hear all of this, by the way. Um, and Sierra in a talking head says, Carl's obviously attractive. Do I feel like I could take advantage of him in my room? Sure. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, it's a bad episode for me and Sierra, I guess, you know? I know she's had quite the little fall from grace, so I'm interested to see how. But I could uh, be wrong. It's gonna too. go on uh, Winter House for her. Luke says, "I feel like absolute shit right now. Like he's just really suffering." Paige and Hannah put out a red carpet because they're doing a New York nightclub. Kyle is being spray tanned full red, which I'm so bummed out that this was not. He did not get a bad sunburn, and this was just makeup. It was so. Bummed. I know it was so good, I, and that's like, of course he did that, and and. Uh, Amanda doesn't. Yeah. He has to go all out. Um, Sierra is doing Atlanta. Uh, Sierra tells her friend on the phone that Luke fucked Lindsay, that Luke's so full of shit. And he's like, yeah, he told me I've changed. Yeah, I'll never sleep with you again. And I'm like, damn. So new scene, 
Hannah says, everyone is so creative in this group, you know, with how we drink. So everyone is going to design their own drink. Lindsay's Florida. Danielle is Hamptons. Carl is Pennsylvania. Kyle and Amanda are L.A. And Luke is from Minnesota. He tells us every day. We, we had no idea. Uh, Lindsay is the first room, Florida. She does a character named Dolores. And Dolores made Goombe Smashes, where you can get Goombe smashed on, she says. Do you know what a Goombe Smash is, Emily? I don't. Was I supposed to? I asked you to do one thing. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I didn't know if she made it up or if it was real. Um we're off to Georgia, Atlanta now. There's Coke floats, Outcast, Red Hawks, and Braves, Carl says. The Red. Carl's doing little flirties now with Sierra, we can see. I know, and I loved that somebody called me out there like, you're Amish. How do you know what baseball team plays yeah. in Atlanta? Um, Luke <laughs> I says, that was so funny. Luke says, uh, yeah, you're getting Carl. You're getting Carled. I know. Um, Luke says to Sierra, oh, is this a famous Atlanta drink? And uh, Sierra's like, no, I just like it. Like, like fully giving Luke attitude. And he just asked like a simple question. Like, he just asked a dummy, like, is this an Atlanta like, drink? Just lie. Yeah. Like, so Luke doesn't know that because she was making Hennessy and Coke, right? With the ice cream float in it. Yeah. So I obviously be asked, he doesn't know. So just lie. <laughs> Carl has shaved his beard into a full Amish beard. He is in costume and they're off to the Hamptons, Danielle. And Carl does a little little Amish joke. He goes, I have a reservation under Ezekiel. Carl's in that <laughs> Carl's in that position that I've been in where you're like I mean, I like Carl's actually really good looking, but I've been that guy where I've been the guy saying the Ezekiel jokes, you know, like <laughs> you know, if you got it, humor flaunt it, you know? Yeah, especially <laughs> if you have good timing. I feel like that's half of humor. Yeah, sure. Just like timing it right thank you yes which is not what anyone else on the show does no so. um so carl's is lancaster pillow pennsylvania he goes we have bucket service and they do shots of water <laughs> sierra is like doing flirties back to carl then we go to luke minnesota he you can take uh he goes i got overall and flannels for everybody and you can take pictures in front of this hay and carl and sierra take pictures uh with each other and carl goes i don't know if you're single sierra but you really could chop some wood down i think that's a <laughs> dick joke and um and then kyle and amanda they're like let's take intermission amanda is yelling for kyle Paige and hannah are eating saying wow it's like everybody forgot about the Lindsay, uh Lindsay luke stuff last night cut to luke and sierra well you all got shit face drunk and forgot yeah so i guess so luke yeah by the way like kyle fully doesn't remember and that's why it's so funny in the scene he starts to remember you know like so cut to he was coming he was coming too yeah so he asked sierra to hang back can i talk to you and he goes you know, the big thing for me is what is what is your issue with me with me? And she goes, my issue with you is I don't you don't know about boundaries. You know, I don't know if you're going to take this as flirtatious and it's going to give you the wrong idea. And Luke is like, I want to be cool with you and be friends. And she goes, when you text after a certain time, you're crossing boundaries. I feel like it's flirty. And he goes, well, I mean, you have your interpretation and I have mine. And uh, Luke in a talking head says, I can call my niece at 10 p.m. at night. I don't know. If, I mean, I can't call my niece I at 10 mean, p.m. Like, <laughs> let's, let's, yeah, right she now, shouldn't, she shouldn't, yeah, she shouldn't be answering phone calls, Luke, first off. Um, yeah, exactly. It's not good to have your phone in bed, even though we all yeah, do. Yeah, it. it's not, it's just not good. But he goes, I'm not sexing or flirting. I'm just being nice to you. 
And he goes, if I'm treating you like a friend, I would expect you to treat me like a friend. And Sierra says, this entire conversation is super fucking weird. We should just not be friends then. And it's like, dude, like, have you ever done that when you like make something worse? Like you try to make it better and then you make it totally worse. Like he was trying to yeah, like, you almost like, fi- you're like word vomiting at that point. Well, he was just All trying to make are. it better. And it's like, it just completely got worse. I know. And it's, again, I see Luke's side of it way more yeah, than know, everybody yeah. else. But And so uh, Amanda and Kyle, it's like, welcome to California. They're, that's their thing. They're doing margarita, margaritas and sustainable glassware. Sierra comes up and tells Hannah what just happened. And she's like, you're sending me text messages. You don't know how to respect boundaries. She's getting a little loud, you know? And... Um, then all the alcohol talking. Yeah. We're all the Coke floats. Well, so we're... With Hannah, Hannah and Paige, welcome to Club Bed. Um, I like the Summer House cameras because they do a good job of making it seem full, even though it's just like eight of them. Because it seems like there's constantly something to look at. Yeah, it's like there's something to look at constantly, I think. So, loved the light. Kyle tells uh, uh, Carl, he goes, Look, I, I see some sparks with you and Sierra. Kyle says, Luke has no chance with her. That's evident. She's hot. And then Carl, like, tries to flirt with Sierra. And Carl says, you know, they're doing, like, flirtations about being Amish. And she, he's like, I would risk it all for the right person. He would, like, you know, throw away his uh, Amishness. And Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay sees this, exits. And uh, Amanda and Kyle are like, I'm not uh, – Kyle goes, I'm not going to – you you two are adorable. Um, Luke and Lindsay leave to the balcony to talk. Um, and she goes, you know what, Luke, you can call me Doris if you want. And Luke says, oh, that dimple is very cute. By the way, they are being flirty. I will say this. And he goes, you look beautiful, Doris. Um, cut to Danielle. But then, and, and Lindsay kind of calls him out on being like, you have a more flirty personality. Yes. You have to be aware that people are going to perceive that in a certain way. Yeah. Um, so... Lindsay says, you're a natural flirt, you, Luke. And then she goes, yeah, maybe I've undressed you with my eyes, but we have boundaries. And I'm like, holy shit, Lindsay. We, like, love, ba- we love boundary talk today. By the way, though, he's just so funny. Like, she r- comes out with it. Sure, have I imagined fucking you? Totally. Like, I mean, it's right there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and then Carl walks by and sees this, and he's pissed. And he's like, in a talking head, he goes, half the summer in, we're still talking about Luke, and he won't take responsibility for his actions. And uh, I'm like, Carl, brother, you better thank God that we're still talking about Luke's actions. This is like the season here, you know? Um, Yeah, he's giving you it all. (laughs) So Carl and Luke are up in the... No, Kyle and Luke are up in the... Kyle, sorry. Kyle and Carl are up in the kitchen. Um, Carl uh, says to Kyle, you know, Luke cannot tell his truth. He's hiding shit. He can't be wrong, dude. I'm 35 years old. I've been playing games for women and now I will own my story. It's bullshit. I've got destroyed. My entire sexuality, my body parts, my family, everything has been destroyed. But I'm a real man and I own my shit. But him, he never owns it. There's a lot to unpack with that monologue. Yeah, and I completely forgot about the blowjob thing yes. from a few seasons ago. So you guys, ago. if you didn't watch Until Early that. Summer House, yeah. there was a story where the one guy, Stephen, that is no longer part of the house, not Stravi, but um, the other one, is that he knew that Carl once had received a blowjob from a man. And he busted, and the, the roommate, like, told Carl's secret 
to everybody. So I think that's like my entire sexuality, my body parts, which my body parts, is that in reference that Carl has three balls? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, by the way, that's another thing. <laughs> I was thing. like, dude, you were the one that was volunteering naked push-ups, so. Carl has three balls. Uh, yeah, so that's just, if you guys don't know, you know it now, you know? Um, so. Just then, some summer house. Everybody that's not into summer house, watch it just for that. Yeah, it's, it, you, you'd be like, oh, I now believe a man can have three balls. So Luke comes in while Carl is talking shit, and Luke's like, are you talking about me? Don't talk behind my back. And he goes, just admit it. You ran game on that girl. I love that verbiage. You ran game on that girl, bro. And Luke says, which girl? Carl says, you have three girls in the witch girl. And he goes, I'm not comparing myself to you, dude. And uh, Carl goes, come on, jackass. And Luke goes, check your tone with me, dude. And Kyle is just watching wasted. Watch Kyle's face in this. He's just like, and then he I goes, know I kind of love it though. Yeah. And so then Carl goes, did you hook up with Sierra? And Luke goes, yeah, two years ago, Sierra is walking in on this. And Carl goes, you know what? I'm going to bed. And like Sierra jumps in like a tag team is like, you text a man, you don't text a woman. And Luke says, you, you know, uh, Kyle goes, yeah, you don't text a woman after nine unless you're trying to fuck him. And then all the girls are coming upstairs. Like you're, you're not helping. Yeah. And he goes, Kyle, Kyle goes, I'm trying to help you with this dude. You seem like Mr. Paul Bunyan himself. Why are you texting girls late at night and trying to be friends? I'll tell you what I see. You lead girls on, son. You need it to feel powerful. I love you, but I don't love your quest for power over females. That's what my problem is. You can't look yourself in the mirror. You have all the girls weighing in. I know you because I live that life. Why don't you be real once in your life? He's like screaming. And he goes, admit you love controlling females. And Amanda is holding his shorts. He just loves so we see, yeah, We see his butt like crack. Is it Coppertone Kid? Coppertone Kid, yeah. And uh, Sierra goes, Luke's the fakest fucking person. And Luke in a talking head goes... He's got to come out with me with like this, this, this look in the mirror shit. And Paige says, I summed this guy up in 30 seconds. The moment he walked in, I knew he was a dirt bag. And by the way, this whole time Paige's face is hysterical too. Cause she's like, Oh my God, a fight's happening. Yay. Like she gets off on this shit. Um, and, uh, um, so, so Luke goes out the door and like, everybody's like, Whoa, I can't believe what happened. Like everybody's like freaked out. And then all of a sudden you guys, we hear Luke screaming outside. He's like, no, let's go. Let's go. No. Cause I'm going to tell him my fucking truth. And we, Ian Gelfin, the executive producer that was on the show, you hear him go, you've I was done- wondering if that was, yeah, it was guy. totally him. He's, he goes, you've done so well. You see him. Yeah. He goes, you've done so well, Luke. He goes, let's fucking go. I'm sick of him. Uh, Luke comes in and goes, come on, you fucking pussy. You think you're tough? Let's go. And then uh, Kyle's like, what? And Kyle, just like like that guy, he like he's like, oh. And he runs to the balcony and he goes, oh, he goes. And then Luke, God bless his heart, he goes, I don't like you. And um, Carl, and then all of a sudden Carl's like, he went to bed, but Carl's out. Carl's like, come, like he's in the mix already. Uh, like Carl goes for Luke, Luke, like they're like production's trying to hold him back. And, uh, we got no preview for next week. You guys, 
That was the end of the uh, episode. Okay, I'm glad you said that because I'm a little nervous because I was Wait up. on the app. I'm losing you. And Can you hear me? Preview, but I usually never watch on the app. So I was like, maybe that's normal. Okay. Can you hear me? I was losing you a little bit. Hello? Emily? Yeah, sorry. Okay, I was losing sorry. you too. Um, okay, Can you so, hear me? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, cool. So that was the end of the episode. Uh, We have two more short days until the new episode awaits us. Um, Emily, is there anything else that you would like to say? We really, we really, hour and 36 minutes. What a recap. I know. Come join the Patreon and listen to it. So if you want to know, yeah, we'll be back on the Patreon. Thank you to all the Patreon subscribers. Uh, I will give you a Q and a episode so I can put this on the, the main timeline and uh, yeah, come over to the Patreon if you want, but more importantly, uh, watch summer house. I think it is an excellent show. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you to Emily. Follow her at Emily B Clayton on Instagram and Twitter. And I will put that on the description as well. And are you, what do you do? Are you building something metal right now, Emily? What are you? Oh, you're in the elevator. No, I'm actually waiting for an elevator. Oh my God. Are you going out right now? No, I'm getting my Uber Eats. So I tied <laughs> it almost perfectly well. Wait, what's on the menu tonight? It's not tonight? good enough. Um, this place is Okay, you're completely cutting out, so I'm going to let you go. You're cutting out. We love you, Emily. Thank you. We love you. Goodbye. Betches.